0: You know, arguably, the Star Wars theme may be the most recognized piece of music on the face of the earth, so (laughs) being tasked with continuing that on is not for the faint of heart. It was invigorating, for sure, (laughs) and it continues to be, you know, um, gosh, I've been doing this for 30 years and I still get really excited. I can see Dave's having fun with the show and I'm I'm really going to have a lot of fun with the show. When I started scoring television and film, I started getting into some of the masters, and specifically John Williams is the guy. So, just the top, please. I don't ever want to be like mini-me John Williams. I I don't think there's any composer, film composer, or composer on earth who's as good as him. I'm always looking at what he does, and listening to what he does, and finding little tricks but I have to put my own voice to it. I grew up...
1: Welcome, everyone, from across the universe to the Wampa's Lair podcast. Star Wars is for everyone, so pull up a chair, get comfortable, and join the conversation with your hosts, Carl LeClaire and Jason Hunt, here in the Wampa's Lair. Everyone, and welcome back to another exciting episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This is episode number three hundred and eighty-one. Let the mayhem begin! I am, as always, one of your hosts, Jason Hunt, and with me, the Kanan Jarrus to my Galen Merrick.
2: We've got Carl Lair. <laughs> oh, when you when when you said Galen, I was like Galen Urso, really? But then you went Merrick. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, <laughs> how do they relate at all? <laughs> Oh, I love it. <laughs> Happy Star Wars Day, my friend.
1: Happy Star Wars Day, Carl. It's and the, to all you Larians out there as well.
2: It's the greatest day of the year, except for maybe Christmas. I don't know, though. This is, it's, it's, it's different this year, being in quarantine. It's not quite as exciting not being able to be with our friends. Um, but I get to be with one of my favorite Star Wars friends, you, and talk about Star Wars music. Hello, this is a great Star Wars day.
1: Uh, It's a fantastic Star Wars day, Um, and we got a lot of fun stuff that dropped on Disney Plus and everywhere else. So, yeah, I'm excited.
2: I'm very happy. I know. And, and, you know, you're probably all thinking, like, how are you recording today and not talking about the finale of Clone Wars? Well, like we said, we we are going to talk about the final season of Clone Wars after Musical May. We really wanted to do the music this month. Um, and hopefully Katie will be around to join us for that sometime um, in the next few weeks as well because I'd love to have her on and get her insight. Um, so anyway, we will dump, jump into that. Don't you worry. But there's plenty of great podcasts that are talking about it, I'm sure, all week that you can check out as well. So um, you won't be wanting for material there. That is true. Uh, but never fear.
1: We have lots of feelings and emotions and thoughts on it and uh, – we are very excited to talk about it at some point, but first, we got music.
2: <laughs> yes, it's a musical musical mayhem month. So, as uh, any of you who follow us on social media probably saw yesterday, I shared our musical mayhem bracket with all the different theme songs uh, covering all sorts of eras of Star Wars. Um, there, there's no seeding. It's literally just a, I just put the list together randomly. It's it's. There's no rhyme or reason to it other than putting the names of the songs down. Um, so we really encourage you to, to, to play along, to share this um, with others and uh, encourage you to use the hashtag TLW Musical Mayhem um, just to try to spread spread the, uh, the thing around a bit better. Um, for any of you who are on Facebook, uh, it'll be a Google form every day that you can just simply click on and send in. Uh, Twitter is always luckily they still have the poll ability, so it'll be a simple poll, and there'll be two two matchups every day, just like we did with this is um, this is madness. Um, there's not a light side or dark side bracket, so it's literally just going to be matchup one and matchup two every day, <laughs> um, and again, totally just random. Uh, I tried to put songs in this first round against each other that were at least somewhat similar in some way, shape, or form. Um, that's not always the case, um, but you know, just have fun with it. That's that's the whole point. Indeed. And that's uh, hashtag
1: T.W.L. Musical ma'am, Right.
2: Correct. (laughs) You got that right. right. Um, Good. Uh So like we said, uh, the month of May, we are going to be looking at different types of music each week, um, essentially doing a top five list. Um, I'm going to say this right now, Jason. Not all of my lists are specifically my top fives, but they're all pieces of music I just want to talk about now. Um, (laughs) some of them are indeed like top five. Some are just like, well, this, this is something I want to talk about. And I've talked about this piece a million times. so I'm going to put this one in instead type of a thing. Um, but that being said for today, we get to do something, uh, we've never explicitly done on the show, which is looking at star Wars music that isn't from the films. So we're looking at clone wars, rebels, uh, video game music, um, music that was accompanied to books, anything like that. So anything that is Star Wars music that's not in the movies itself is what we're going to be looking at in today's episode. Yeah.
1: I'm very excited about this because we got some good stuff and this was harder than I thought. I thought this one would probably be one I'd be pretty pretty good at making a list. No. No, this one was hard. This <laughs> one was very hard.
2: Yeah. Actually, I had the most pieces of music in this list. So I... I I pulled everything together. And there's there's some things I left out of the list today because they'll make it in later. Um, hashtag looking at you, Mandalorian. Uh, it, it's, there's so much stuff for Mandalorian. It's hard to not like put them in everything, <laughs> but it's going <gonna laughs> right. to show up in almost every category. Um, so I, I left it just one piece for Mandalorian for today. But um, yeah, there's just so much good Star Wars music out there. Um, even, again, like outside of the films. So um, I'm just excited to... to Get into it. So, what do you say we get into it? Uh, let's get into it. Just to give you an idea as to how hard
1: this list was for me, I've still got eight tracks that I've got written down on the bottom of my notepad that were up for consideration that didn't even make the honorable mention.
2: Oh, man. so oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. tough. I think I had, I think I had uh, nine or ten songs total, and I winnowed it down obviously to six. So let's start with our honorable mentions, like we always do. Um, yeah. So, shall I begin, or do you want to? Uh,
1: Why don't I go ahead and do this first? I think you went yes. uh, first, last, uh, top five, so... All right, sounds good. Uh, Well, this one is going to be uh, from The Mandalorian, Chapter 1, uh, and it is a track entitled Hammer Time. Ooh,
2: that's a good uh, one. So, yeah. whenever Jason does his things, give me one second to pull things up, because I don't know his list, <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> yes.
1: Yeah. Oh, this is really good. This, of course, plays um, as he's talking to the uh, the forger. I'm blanking on the actual name of her the point because
2: Armor. Thank yeah. you. Uh,
1: And this plays every time she's doing something at the Forge and every time that uh, Mandalorian has his flashbacks. And I absolutely love this motif. We get it, I believe it's three times in the first season. Uh, And this is, of course, the first time that we we get it because it's from chapter one. Uh, But it's such a good piece of music. And I, I love the... The driving drums and the strings that accompany it and everything. It just uh, this it moves and it has purpose and
2: uh, I forgot to let this go for a sec. drums are so cool
1: (laughs) they're really cool they're really good but it's it's just a terrific piece of music and i it it gets me excited and on the edge of my seat and i love it i i will say that uh the track the next journey from chapter two of the mandalorian was in like super competition with this to make my honorable mention uh but in the end hammer time won out by well the stroke of a hammer Um, (laughs) 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 so yeah that's that's my honorable mention
2: love it great pick um thank you so my honorable mention comes from a piece of star wars music like none other and it's the music from shadows of the empire the only time we've ever gotten a soundtrack to a book, and it was phenomenal. So um, this this score was uh, composed by Joel McNeely. Um, obviously, this album came out in 96 when Shadows of the Empire dropped and right, Star Wars decided to do this multimedia release without a movie and see how it went. And it went great as far as I remember. Um, and this was also like I had just gotten into Star Wars like the year before. So everything from that era, I just kind of eat up still to this day because of that you know that that being kind of my entrance into star wars so that being said the honorable mention from this particular score is the the title or the track called the seduction of princess leia um it's a very different kind of piece of music um it's very waltzy so let's get into the waltz here we go I've always enjoyed this piece of music. Um, so in case you don't, if you're not familiar with the Shadows of the Empire story itself, um, part of the story is one of the main, the main villains introduced in the story is uh, Prince Sheezor. And Prince Sheezor is a, a phalene, which is a species that we've now seen in Clone Wars um, because he, in, in Shadows of the Empire, he leads Black Sun. Um, and obviously in the Clone Wars arc, when we see Maul recruit Black Sun, they're run by a group of phalings. So that's the same species that Sheezer is. Um, and in the book, Sheezer is able to uh, basically put off these pheromones. It's a really weird part of the book. I will say that. There's this really weird part of Shadows of the Empire that when you read it now, you know, 20 years later, it is you raise an eyebrow. But at the time, it was just something in there where the Sheezer is able to kind of elicit these pheromones that just attract people to him. And that's how he kind of seduces Leia. And I, I love this piece of music because it is very seductive. It's very waltzy. There's something very um, you know, even playful in this, in, in this dance. Um and kind of towards the end of the piece of music as it kind of lifts and lifts and lifts, it kind of releases itself. And to me it's like this this great way of showing how Leia is trying to resist as much as she can, but eventually she's just overwhelmed by those pheromones and she kind of gives herself over to the dance itself. Um, So it's just, you know, a really, really fun, playful piece of music. Here we go. Let's, Let's get really into it.
0: Yeah,
2: so I... I've always loved that piece of music, that's my honorable mention
1: that's that's nice. I, I like a good waltz um, <laughs> yeah, that's a good one uh and that's a that's a fun there really is sort of a fun playful kind of a of a dance going on there, so it's a really nice piece of music yeah uh again, a weird part of the book, especially nowadays but <laughs> um it's a very beautiful piece of music although does she didn't if i recall it's been ages since I've read this book. Does she like knee him in the groin or something? Yeah,
2: yeah at one point when he gets real yeah. close. I, they do they do share a kiss. Um, but then as he tries to go a little bit further later on, she, she knees him in the in the junk. <laughs> so yeah. um, I'm actually rereading the book right now. I'm about a, almost halfway into it again. I still – I mean it's a fun book to read. Again, there's some weird stuff in it. But overall, I find it to be very fun. And the stuff with Luke building his lightsaber and training in the force is really cool. So – Um, Some of,
1: some of the music I think, you know, made it into the, um, video game, uh, where applicable, but the video game follows Dash Radar. So
2: not all of it's
1: gonna, you know, be applicable. So
2: yeah, no, it's, yeah, the, 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 all the media stuff, right? So they did a, a book, um, a video game, a comic, obviously action figures and the soundtrack, but the three written pieces – so the, the comic series mostly follows Boba Fett. The video game follows pretty much just Dash Rendar and then the, the novel is more from like Luke and Leia and Lando's perspective with Dash thrown in a bit. She's her invader get a lot in the book too. But Boba Fett's not even in the book. So <laughs> um, but yeah. So anyway, what is your number five? My number
1: five, we are going to go to Rebels season two. Um, and this is a piece of music that is very, very unique to Rebels. Um, it is Journey into the Star Cluster. And while Carl pulls it up, this is from, uh, I forget the name of the episode, but uh, it's where Zeb finds the, the Lasan and they are using the Ashla to take, you know, lead the ghost. Through a star cluster in order to find the new homeworld for the Lasan, or the the Lasat, excuse me, Lasan's the planet, the the Lasat of the people. But yeah, it's it's really cool. Yeah, listen to this. it's really really good and then the end they they add drums and a choir to it for the last refrain and it's absolutely ugh it 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 There's an epicness to that that's just very unique, and uh, I absolutely love that type of music, that That music. Um, the uh, cellos are my favorite instrument because I used to play one um, for a little bit, and so there's obviously a lot of that in there, but uh, – while going through my you know trying to get all the the music for this list, I, I listened to a lot of rebels and I was reminded of a crit- of a criticism that I had at the time that rebels was coming out that i didn't the music in rebels is really good, but i didn't like it as much as I wanted to because it relied so heavily on themes and passages from the movies, and that I felt it was better when it just drew down that for inspiration and kind of did its own thing. And this is where my fa- this is my absolute favorite piece of music from Rebels uh, is Journey the Star Cluster when they did something completely out of the box and unique, and it just hit me really, really well. Um, but oh, uh, I I don't I don't honestly you know it's hard to say kind of why you like a piece of music sometimes because yeah. sometimes it just you feel it, right? And it, it hits Great. in a way that that you can't put into words. That the, the music puts it in, into feelings and thoughts that you can't really verbalize. And this is a piece of music that does that for me. So I, I absolutely love this piece of music, and I was so happy when I rediscovered it going through through all the music for my list uh, this this week. Um, so yeah, I, I love this track. It's so good.
2: It is. I did. I, I kind of forgot about it and not not in like a dismissive way, but I'll be honest. So I don't have any rebels on my list, surprisingly, because there is some really good stuff in there. Um, and I'm still bummed we never got the soundtracks to seasons three and four because season three has one of my favorite pieces of music, which is when Kanan is training Sabine. Um, yeah, such a great piece of music. Um, I mean, you can listen to it when you watch the episode, but you just, you just can't get it isolated, unfortunately. Um, but yeah, this is – like you said, Jason, this is just a beautiful, different piece because it doesn't in any way rely on anything that came before. It's very much its own piece of music um, and those strings are so intense. Um, and it, it it gives you the feeling that something – like there's a sacred quest going on right now. Um, it's so cool. I love it. I love it's that you put that on here.
1: You're, you're relying on something completely unknown and it's just so – Mysterious and, and just really awesome. I love it.
2: Yeah, it's, all, it's so good. Um, What's your number five, sir? So, my number five will stay with uh, um, the great Kevin Kiner. Um, mine comes from Clone Wars. It's the Obi Wan and Satine theme. So, I, shockingly, Jason, I, I continue to love uh, more romantic themes in in music. Um, yeah, so, of course, I love- <laughs> 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 um, but I, I've always enjoyed this piece of music. Now, the funny thing is, Jason, when you and I went to San Francisco a couple of year, two years ago for the first time when we did our little trip, um, and we were driving around like up to Rancho, and then we were driving around Lucas Valley Road, you know. Just listening to Star Wars music on shuffle the whole time. There are a lot of Clone Wars music came up as we were driving. And up until that point, I never actually really listened to Clone Wars music. It was that drive with you where I was like, man, I forgot how good this music is. So when mm-hmm. I got home that summer, I, I pretty much j- just listened to Clone Wars music. And this particular track um, has stood out to me ever since. I I love it. it. Again, it's another romance theme that we get in Star Wars, similar to like something we would get for Han and Leia or even Luke and Leia or Han and Kira. Right? Um, what I like about this one, though, what makes it a little bit different is I feel like there is this real sense of melancholy to it. Um, it begins with this like really strong statement of yearning, um, right? Both Satine and Obi-Wan really, really care for each other. They really yearn for one another, um, but they can't be together, right? So, um, it, it's, so Across the Stars is a piece of music obviously I love, and it's about forbidden love. The Obi-Wan and Satine piece is not about forbidden love. It's about a true kind of love that just can't be together, Um, So there's a different type of tragedy to it in a way. Um, It's not tragic in the same way of Anakin and Padme's, which was doomed to fail, but this is tragic because these two people just aren't allowed to be together because they're so dedicated to the other thing in life that that really matters to them. Um, So, yeah, I feel like this this piece of music just captures that very, very well. Um, So, yeah, I think it... But right, like you can kind of hear that yearning. But there's this bit of melancholy to it. Like, ugh, we love each other. But we can't be together. Right. And the statement we get of it when Sabine is killed by Maul is ugh, devastating. But yeah, so that is my number five.
1: That's awesome. That's a good piece of music. It's really beautiful. Yeah, I uh, love it. Well. I don't have much more to say on it, though. Um,
2: That's all right. Let's go to your number four, then.
1: My number four uh, is a piece of music from Star Wars The Old Republic. Uh, And this is a track called The Occupation of Balmora.
2: In. sorry continue for whatever reason it's not letting me play music while you're trying to talk so i can't play it while okay. you're talking
1: <laughs> you could uh, skip ahead to about 30 40 seconds in because uh, this is a,
2: a battle piece okay oh, okay
1: uh and and it continues to build and go from there, but it is it is a fantastic piece of music that sounds like it could come straight from one of the movies uh, and there's a whole team of of composers that worked on uh Star Wars the Old Republic just because there's so much music um that I believe this is a collaboration piece um but I you know everybody knows here I love some some good action battle music and and this is legitimately some of the best um you know battle music that I've uh listened to outside of the Star Wars movies themselves so I absolutely love this piece of music and it it continues to build and get you know crazier and more epic from there but that's that's a part that I really enjoy and and I love this track it's like four and a half minutes of just awesome star wars action uh so and that that's definitely something that that attracts me to Star Wars music um, and something that gets me excited and pumped. So uh, that's why this is uh, number four on my list. i
0: play a
2: little bit more. Yeah. Typical action music for sure. <laughs>
1: yeah. It's, uh, it's pretty awesome. I love it. But that's not a surprise for someone like me. <laughs>
2: <laughs> nice. I uh, like it. I'm not familiar uh, with a lot of that music. So I, I like that you've that you brought something from it in because I know a lot of it's really great. I've just never listened to it. So uh, yeah, nice. It's pretty awesome. Nice. What, what's your number four, sir? My number four is the title track from a great movie known as Star Wars Ewoks,
0: Caravan of Courage.
2: Oh, yeah. I have been in such an Ewoks fix. For a while. (laughs) Um, To be fair, that seed was also planted this summer when we were hiking around the forest of Endor in the Redwoods. Um, All I wanted was more low gray. Um, And my (laughs) friend Mike has been such a great uh, resource and and advocate for all things Ewok. Um, So I've, I've watched the Battle for Endor and Caravan of Courage a few times in the last couple of months. They're obviously very much kids' movies, but they're tremendously fun. Um and and I and I've loved loved um, rewatching them, but I love this piece of music. So, I uh, both both scores were um, composed by uh, Peter Bernstein. And the thing I love about the Caravan of Courage theme is, it's very much like a kid's theme. There's just like this sense of innocence and joy and wonder to it, um, and just like your typical like John Williams type of a theme in a Star Wars uh, film. You know it pops up uh you know several times throughout the movie, and it usually pops up in times when uh our heroes are kind of on their way on their on their adventure um and uh you know there i I really enjoy the the flutes the way the flutes are used um I mean, that's right here but, but yeah you just like feel how fun that is right' something uh just very innocent to this and 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 kind of adorable no no d- doubt about that um, yeah so um yeah the, the, this piece of music just fits that f- that movie so well um and and i love it the, the the playfulness of it the wonder of it um and it's a it's a great a piece of music to kind of accompany us on this, this noble journey that our characters take in the movie. Um, It's both playful and heroic. Um, And I think what makes it heroic is their willingness to be playful. Um, So uh, yeah, that's, there's an element of star Wars that an essential element of star Wars is the ability to be playful and have fun. And I feel like this piece of music really um, captures that feeling of star Wars uh, quite beautifully.
1: I have never seen the Ewok movies, uh, so I've never experienced that music. So that was really nice. Thank you, thank you for sharing that, Carl. Um, that's actually quite good. You know,
2: oh, I'm a little surprised. It's so good the the score to both movies. They're not fully complete, but they they released it probably years ago. Um, I don't. I never owned it, but uh, my friend Mike was kind enough to let me. I literally like ripped a CD for the first time in I don't know how long. <laughs> but like putting that onto my computer, I was like, man, I feel like I'm in like college again. <laughs> when when CDs were our lifeblood. Um so yeah, it's it's such a fun piece of music. I I, I I've been listening to it a lot lately. Um, yeah, here's Listen to those flutes, man. They're so fun. <laughs> I just want to hop on an Ewok glider. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's really nice. I like that.
2: Yeah, I figured you would like that piece too. Oh, no, it's really good. Yeah. So uh we gotta get you seeing those movies at some point. They're really good. I think you yeah. got, I think you'd really enjoy them, to be honest. So Okay. Again, they're okay. they are kids' movies. There's there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, right? And while the original Star Wars movies were made with kids in mind, these were movies that were made for television for children. And, and that, that is very much the case, right? Like as a child, you're going to be really, really into this. If you watch it for the first time as an adult, you're going to – you need to know that it's for children. Let's just put it that way. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So awesome. anyway. Um, down, down to number three. What is, what is your number three?
1: My number three is another awesome piece of video game action music. Um, and we're going to go to The Force Unleashed 2 and Fighting the Gorog. Uh, You might be able to tell I like a driving drum beat, crazy strings, and punctuated by, you know, loud brass. So, uh, yeah. (laughs) No, the the weird thing is, is I've never actually played Force Unleashed 2. I just have the soundtrack. Um but this is a piece of music that is also just another awesome piece of action music that gets me excited and uh, makes me want to run around and, you know, fight things. Um, uh, and if I remember correctly, uh, a Gorog is supposed to be uh, a giant creature from the forests of – from the forest of Andor. Uh Yeah,
2: that's so exactly, yes. The Gorog is the uh – um, it 's the I guess main bad guy in a way of caravan of courage i can 't believe I slipped on that yes <laughs> <laughs> that 's so fitting
1: <laughs> yeah, i know i know i I, I was like that 's actually really cool that that lined up, but uh yeah, no the star killer of course has to fight one uh or galen merrick uh whenever you want to call him, has to fight one in uh Force Unleashed 2 uh, and I've seen a few of the the scenes and that, that thing is just absolutely massive and terrifying um, but uh yeah no it's a it's a pretty epic piece of music that I thoroughly enjoy and you know maybe I'll have to play the game someday um to en- <laughs> enjoy it in its fullest but uh, I I like the the driving drum beat and the you know insane strings so that's that's just something that that always appeals to me um but yeah i don't have much else it's just fun and awesome and epic
2: yeah it. i mean it, it certainly sounds certainly sounds that way I like it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> I, I I do. I
1: mean, it's a. To be fair, uh, you know, video game music has to be a little bit repetitive for you know a fight scene and stuff like this. But I think this one does it very well in a way that's not overly noticeable. So, yeah, yeah. But, that,
2: anyway, I like it. That's my number. Three. That's my number three, Carl. Love it. Um. Well, my number three. Uh, We're going to go to this incredible new piece of uh, Star Wars music from Ludwig Göransson and his great Mandalorian work. This comes from Chapter 4, and it's called Training the Plebs. Jason, I love this song. It is so damn good. <laughs> this is my favorite piece of music from this chapter. Uh-huh. I
1: absolutely love this. I'm so glad you had it. This was one of the things that didn't make my list.
2: Yeah, there was, there was a lot of Mandalorian music that I knew I wanted to put on the list, but I was like, well, I need to leave room for other things. So, And like I said, the Mandalorian will show up in two more of the episodes this month, so – <laughs> uh, I, I felt good about spreading out the love. Uh, yeah, this this track is so good, and I love that, like that very beginning that I was just playing because it starts with hints of this like like little th- main theme element of this. Uh, and it, I love how I think it's called staccato. Is that right? Like kind of the uh, 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 type thing. Is that what staccato is? I don't. I should yes. know music things better, but it is. Yes. Okay. So I love how it's played in this kind of staccato. Is they're kind of forming their plan and 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 right like to me it kind of it captures the determination of the villagers um they're not trained yet but there is that determination of them and that's what we're getting in kind of this this opening um and as it plays on a little bit we're gonna obviously get the right we get the mandalorians theme buried in it as well as he starts to train them and Right, he and Cara Dune are, are sharing their experience. They're offering their wisdom from obviously years of combat. Um, so that's who's you know it kind of goes into to his theme is they're putting together this plan, um, and uh, yeah, I I like how it, it it's embedded in here because the reason that the uh, the villagers are going to be able to put up a fight effectively is because of Cara and the Mandalorian. Um, so. Here we go. So then kind of get to this middle part here, where everything's a little bit frantic, right? The villagers are being trained. They're not doing a really good job, right? They're really struggling. Everything's kind of out of step. Um, So I like how the music here kind of captures that kind of struggle to... And then here we go. They get it. Isn't that great
1: <laughs> oh good uh, guys i wish you could see how hard i was air conducting that same here
2: <laughs> um but yeah i love it right that 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 kind of staccato theme that hinted right at the beginning of the track it finally comes in and it's all its glory here as they they fall into step right we, we we work through that kind of disjointed struggle through the training and boom here we've got it we see them striking in unison we see them working together and they're they're all clicking and that's when the, the theme kind of comes in in all of its glory, which kind of shows us that the, their determination will win out because they work together. Um, so I love this piece of music. It's phenomenal.
1: It's good. It's really good. I'm so glad you had it in here because it is one of my favorite pieces. It is one of my favorite pieces in The Mandalorian, but uh, it's definitely my favorite piece from from Chapter 4, which is so good. It's Chapter 4 is very high on my list of favorite episodes in mandalorian anyways um but oh yeah thank you so putting it on here that's uh made me so happy that you had this
2: yeah (laughs) well here here this again Great piece of music, for sure. <laughs> Absolutely.
1: Ludwig <laughs> Goranson, I could kiss you, but I don't know where you are.
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah, chapter four is my second favorite Mandalorian episode. So and 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 part it's a big part of that is just the music itself. It's so good. It's very, very good. Um, so what is your
1: number two? Number two, we're going back to Kevin Kiner in the clone wars. Uh, This piece of music will probably come as no shock to people who listen to a lot of Clone Wars music, but it's from the finale of Season 5, Ahsoka Leaves. Mm. Uh, It's so...
2: got anything to say about it (laughs) i it's so
1: beautifully heartbreaking uh the the piece itself is absolutely gorgeous but the way it it blends the force theme with ahsoka's theme and just the scene in general the the visuals the voice acting the music it everything builds every element of the scene up together. And so it's very hard for me to separate the music out from the scene itself, but that make means it's, it's effective and it works perfectly with the beauty that we're given. And it's just absolutely gorgeous. And I get chills and the feels every time I listen to it. So.
2: Yeah, it's, it's beautiful. I, it's so beautiful. I have to reserve comment. So <laughs> I was hoping so, but <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, I, God,
1: it, it really is a a tour de force, a standout piece of music from Kevin Kiner uh, and is still, you know, even though he's done so much with, you know, Rebels after this and, and stuff like that, that it's still one of his best pieces of music that he's ever done for Star Wars. So. Yeah. So beautiful.
2: Yeah, I mean. Like I said I'll, I'm reserving comments. So. Excellent. Well,
1: uh, what is your number two then, Carl?
2: Well, it's not that. So I just gave away my number one, but that's fine. <laughs> um, <laughs> but my number two is I'm going to take us back to the uh, Shadows of the Empire score. Um, oh, no. And the reason I wanted to put these two pieces on here is mainly because I've never had an opportunity to talk about this score before. And, and um, well, that's not true. I know. Um, A a few years ago, which is crazy to think actually four years ago now, Joe Hogan and my buddy Greg were on the show to talk about it for its 20th anniversary. So I know we talked about the music a little bit on that, but um, I really wanted to point out these two particular tracks because they're my favorite. Um, But my number two is called Night Skies off of the Shadows of the Empire score. And by the way, if if, even if you've never read Shadows, but you're interested in listening to the music, if you have Spotify, it is on there, um, which is which is really convenient. Um, But yeah, this piece of music, and to be fair, there's nothing super original about it, because the main reason I like it is for the way he uses old themes. But I like the way it starts here. Um, uh, You got this choir piece. Everything's kind of whispered and haunting. um, Because the track is meant to begin as like, uh, Sheezer himself is continuing to make his plots. And he's always plotting in the dark. um, Always in the shadows, if you will. Shadows of the Empire, um, but uh, yeah. It, it, so I kind of like how dark and mysterious the track begins, um, because again, it, it gives us this sense that so much of this story is is happening in in these dark spots. Um, but a little bit later on, well, I think we do. Yeah, so we do get. Where is it? Right, right here. We get a little bit of Sheezers theme. Right here. And it goes right into Vader's theme because these two are always plotting against each other. And so that's kind of from the villain's point of the story. You have Vader obviously still kind of looking for Luke because he wants to recruit him. But you have Sheezer trying to get Luke killed so that he can make Vader look bad. So the Emperor will cast Vader aside and appoint Sheezer as his right-hand man. Um which is just ridiculous because that would never happen. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you've, you've, even ahead.
1: megalomaniac crime bosses have delusions of grandeur.
2: Absolutely, yeah. Um, but yeah, so you know, it, it kind of it goes into that statement of Vader's theme, um, and a little bit later on, um, we get a uh, Vader's theme again, and in the liner notes for the score here. The end of this track here, so kind of calms down a bit, um, Joel McNeely talks about this track to him. It's from a particular scene in the book where you have Vader on Coruscant kind of thinking about Luke. And then you've got Luke, I think Luke is still on Tatooine at the time, also thinking about Vader. And they have this kind of like weird force connection point. So that's the point of this piece of music. And and now with episode nine out, it just makes me think of how oh it's like a dyad in the force now obviously Luke and Vader aren't a dyad but it's again something s- similar in the sense that they're, they're constantly connected to one another which makes sense they're a father and a son but mm-hmm. you have this music here um, that just to me even elicits the feeling of being at night so um, things kind of calm down a bit here and then it's going to build into the force theme to kind of point at Luke and this might be my favorite piece use of the force theme in all of Star Wars Um, listen as the choir comes in as it builds it's so good in my opinion plotting for Luke uh, I just every time I listen to that I get such chills because I'm not aware of any other time that the force theme has a choir under it um, that doesn't mean that there isn't I could just be slipping my mind but I love having that choir kind of really fill that theme out um, and then this is something I found really noteworthy listen to the way that the track ends Does that make you think of anything else? A winding down chorus. Does that make you think maybe of, of the
1: Emperor's theme?
2: Maybe. Yeah. So what it has me thinking is, is uh, it, when Vader throws the Emperor down the chasm on Death Star Two. Yeah. Right, there we have, go. You have that. That. I mean, it's an all men's choir, so there's obviously that difference. This is this. I, I think there are men in this choir, but it's very female heavy. Um, but you have this winding down voice and. Again, this is just me putting things together. This is me using my David W. Collins hat. Um, But I think it's so great that we have the Force theme sitting with Luke going into Vader's theme as we go back to Vader. But then you have this winding down chorus, almost as if it's the reality that when Luke and Vader do come together, they're going to bring down the Emperor. Um, So I just feel like I don't know if that's intentional at all, but... When I heard the like the chorus as it kind of winds down, I'm like, "Ooh, it's like the choir the choir when the Emperor's thrown down the shaft." So maybe this is like Joel McNeely telling us musically that when you bring Luke and you bring Vader together, they're going to bring down the Emperor. And I just thought that was so genius.
1: That's a that's a good track. I really like it. I think you've shared that Force theme. Um,
2: Probably have
1: before. <laughs> yeah. Uh- because it sounds familiar now that you meant now that you played it again, but it is it really is very very good. Um, so yeah, that's that's fantastic. I I love that music. It's not something I'm overly familiar with, but I will be because as we speak, I am purchasing Shadows of the Empire soundtrack.
2: You won't Hold be that. disappointed. It's so good.
1: <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anything else you got to say about your no. number two, sir?
2: All set. So I'm, I'm excited to know what your number one is.
1: Well, my number one, uh, we're going to go back to the Mandalorian one last time. And we're just going to listen to the theme because, I mean,
2: it's awesome. Yeah, it's, it's pretty good.
1: One of the things that got me interested in The Mandalorian in the first place from the first trailer was the music. Uh, and I remember talking about that trailer on the podcast going, I wonder how close the music in this trailer is going to match the music in the actual show. Um, because it was a really cool guitar uh, riff that they had going on in the trailer. Well, we got the music from the, the show and it is... Above and beyond anything I thought that trailer would be. And the the theme for The Mandalorian is of course you know spread throughout the entire series, you know, on every soundtrack and stuff like that. And I love it. I absolutely love it. There there's it it's, it blends Star Wars with Old West, you know, and you know, Morricone kind of music, you know, man with no name. Uh, good and the bad and the ugly, uh, with a bit of you know Rocky because you know the uh, Ludovik uh wrote the the music for Creed one and two, um, and it, it's just there's an epicness that is you know hinting at a a greater journey, greater adventures, and someone destined for something that he can't see yet, uh, and as well as giving us just a good. Musical feel for the world that we are inhabiting in Star Wars in this Star Wars story. Um, I w- whether or not this particular track is my favorite track from the Mandalorian, I'm honestly not sure. But it highlights everything I love about the Mandalorian soundtrack, start to finish um it's quirky and unique you know while still simultaneously somehow managing to feel completely star wars in a sense so um i i absolutely love the theme i have listened to it on repeat for you know i, I don't know how long but it like there was a <laughs> there was an hour long mandalorian theme on repeat video on youtube that i put on at one point and just listened to that over and over and over again. So, I god, I love this music so much and I'm so excited to see what we what else we get in season 2 later this year. Um I'm so excited. The music has always been one of my favorite elements of the show and um I'm I love it so much and that this theme really just kind of highlights all those main points and I figured why not?
2: yeah it's a great piece i'm I mean I'm saving it for a different episode so um, yeah I love it I mean it's one of the coolest themes in all of star wars i I would contend and I will contend in a few weeks um but uh, yeah i I had so much fun like I mean I know when when this show was still kind of new back in the fall, I recorded you know a, a just a solo podcast episode just about that track and kind of looking at all the elements of kind of pop American uh, themes that are kind of embedded into it from Rocky to Superman. Um, well, I, I think that was mostly it, but still. <laughs> um, yeah. And just classic Western. Yeah. It's, it's a great piece of music. Uh, I, I, I don't need to say too much because like I said, I'll I'll be visiting this again in a later episode this month. So.
1: All right. So Carl, tell us why Ahsoka leaves is your number one.
2: Yeah. <laughs> non- uh, it's
1: on movie. Uh, music track in Star Wars.
2: Yeah, I mean, part of, part of me thinks it's very fitting for today being the finale of, of this incredibly beautiful show that we've had with us for the past 13 years. Um, but right, I love this opening. It's so sad, and it's a very sad and melancholy statement of the Force theme, um, which to me it's almost like the Force is saddened by the decisions and the actions of the Council. Um, Right. Almost as if the force itself is weeping for Ahsoka. Um, And so, I mean, obviously I love any piece of music that is sad and tragic. (laughs) (laughs) So here is like, right, is Anakin's, you know, you're making a mistake, right? Like this beautiful dialogue that's going on over this as well. I love these strings that are just just weeping as, as Anakin's heart is breaking because Ahsoka's leaving. But also Ahsoka's poor heart is broken, too. She's been, be- you know, let down by her family, right? That's what the Jedi were supposed to be. Um, and then here, you almost... Uh, so sad. Listen to those strings just weeping. And even like kind of that percussion that's that's kind of hitting as she walks away, um, you know to me, the percussion itself is those are her footsteps as she's leaving the temple. they're determined, and there's a nobility to it um and even though this is an incredibly heartbreaking moment, um it's almost like the music itself though even even though it's sad and broken, it also is acknowledging that she's making the noble. Right decision, even though it's the hard decision. Um, So I love how all of that is caught up in this, you know, I think that what is, how long is this piece of music? It's only, it's not even, it's only, it's not even two and a half minutes. (laughs) Um, So in two minutes time, we get this beautiful piece by Kevin Kiner that tells us so much. And it's, it tells us everything because it conveys the emotion and it conveys that heartbreak, but also the determination of knowing you made the right choice even in the midst of a heartbreaking choice. Um, so that's why I love this track is, is I think this simple piece of music tells us so much. Um, so that's why it's my number one. Oh man, it's,
1: it is so good. And uh, it, it hit me while you were playing it again. It just hit me. And ha. Uh, Yeah. I love it. it, it I, I don't have any more words cuz it uh it just it cuts through everything in a gentle melancholy noble way. Um yeah. It is it is definitely one of the best pieces of music that Kevin Kiner has ever written.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So So there you have it. There are some of our favorite pieces of non-movie Star Wars music.
1: You're gonna make me end the episode like that, Carl. God.
2: Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it's a heavy. Oh. Yeah, it's a heavy day in the Star Wars world today. We with losing. Well, we'll never lose the Clone Wars. It's with us forever now. Um, but you know, the story has come to its come to its end.
1: It has, it has, uh, and we've got plenty of thoughts on that for later, um, (laughs) but this has been fun. This has been our inaugural episode for our, uh, our musical mayhem that we've got going on this month. And I'm so excited to continue on for the next few weeks with this. Um, this was awesome, Carl. Agreed. Uh, you you shared some stuff i haven't listened to before or hadn't listened to in a while, and this this has been fun i'm so excited to keep doing this
2: same here buddy <laughs> we've just begun
1: This is just the beginning <laughs>
2: <laughs> perfect
1: <laughs> all right um you want to remind everybody about our our uh our yep. bracket that we've got going on and and everything
2: yeah by the time you're listening to this most likely the bracket will be posted um like i said it'll be every day we're gonna get two two, two things to vote on every single day of, of the week so uh, i'll take breaks on the weekend um but yeah this will run through the whole month of may so um right you're just voting on which track you prefer between the two um and we'll winnow it down to see overall what are what is what are people's favorite. What is what are the Larian's favorite theme songs from Star Wars? Um cuz mm-hmm. obviously that's what all these are. I, I picked out like like main themes. I didn't, you know, I didn't take particular action cues or anything like that. These are just main themes. So Exactly. But next year we can always do something different.
1: Exactly. Oh, that's got that's exciting. Um to think that we maybe will do it again next year. Ha ha ha. Um all right, and Carl, if people want to weigh in on any of the, uh, the bracket voting or weigh in with any of their thoughts about the non-film Star Wars music that we talked about today or any of their favorites, where can they do that, sir?
2: Uh, we are on Twitter at WampasLair, um, Facebook at Wampas Lair Podcast, and you can always email us at WampasLairPodcast at gmail.com.
1: Excellent. Well... Our musical mayhem has only just begun. Anything else you got before we close down this episode, Carl? Hope you all have,
2: have, or are having, or had a great Star Wars day.
1: May the fourth be with you. Thank you everyone so much for listening to this episode of the Wampus Lair Podcast. This has been episode number 381. Let the mayhem begin. For Carl, I'm Jason, and we will see you next time here in the Wampa's Lair.